You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yes, Mariner's Pod is back. Thanks for being here. Gary Hill back with you. Mariners beat the Padres in a two-game series. They sweep aside San Diego in a two-game series that happened to be a two-game road trip, which is really weird. The Mariners an off day today, back home against the Blue Jays this weekend. Mariners rolling. They've won four in a row. They've won seven of their past eight, 12 of their last 15. They have vaulted themselves just one game below 500. On the radio, we've talked about it so much that – a real key when you look at how this season lays out is to get as close to 500 as possible by the all-star break, try and get healthy and then make a run at things in the second half. And the Mariners have made some pretty quick work of that, but still some work to do with the Blue Jays coming up for four nationals on the road and Texas on the road for four before the all-star break hits. So we have a ton to get to in this podcast. We'll hear a very fun piece that Shannon put together about Logan Gilbert, what his teammates think of Logan on the field, off the field. That will come up in a few minutes that I think you'll enjoy. Also, we've got to talk Julio. We're going to have some fun with Julio, some Julio appreciation coming up at the end of this podcast as well that I really think you'll enjoy. Julio seems like a great place to start, too, when we talk about this brief series against the Padres, as Julio certainly helped out with a massive home run. The stretch and the pitch. Swing and a well-hit ball deep to left field, going to the Western Metal Supply Company. Goodbye baseball upper deck. The top terrace in left field down the line. Holy smokes, the kid did it again. Julio Rodriguez with his 15th home run of the season. They have three patio terraces in front of that brick building, that beautiful brown brick building in left field, the corner here at Petco Park. And Julio Rodriguez hits it way up top. A two-run home run, and the Mariners now lead the Padres. Four to nothing. This kid is amazing. Mariner fans were in full voice on the road in San Diego. Plenty of Mariner fans around, and they had a lot to cheer about. Julio going yard there. Flexen was excellent in game one on July 4th. Mariners win 8-2 to two in Game 1 of the series. Uh, game 2 yesterday, Logan Gilbert pitching. He was really good. Munoz came on and was dominant as well. The 1-2. Swing and a miss. 102-mile-an-hour fastball. Andres Munoz breathing fire to Manny Machado. And he blows it right past him for round number 3. It was Julio in Game 1 with the home run. And Game 2... Not the source you would expect with 109 off the bat, but Sam Haggerty crushed it. The 2-1. Swing, and this is smoke down the right field line, headed towards the foul pole. This has distance. It is fair. It is gone. Sam Haggerty's first of the season. He muscles it out to right field. He tags Clevenger deep, and the Mariners take an early 1-0 lead. 
Yeah, bottom of the order getting it done. Moore and Haggerty combined for five hits, five for seven, four ribbies, three runs scored, mixed in a walk as well. Just a great series for the M's as they beat the Padres six to two. Speaking of Dylan Moore, here's what he said to Shannon Dreyer after the ball game. I'm here with Dylan Moore right now. And hey Dylan, great. I know it's just two game series, but you know, good baseball for a while now. You come into this, you know that Clevenger has been pitching lights out of late. What is the approach early on with him? Well we know that we knew that he was he's been pitching well and he's got a really good fastball and so we really tried to get um, really tried to get ahead of his fastball. He threw it well. Um, he was locating really well at the beginning, but when he got a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit tired, a little bit sloppy there in the in, in the middle there, we, we took advantage. And you took advantage in the fourth inning there, and it's with two outs. Do you change your approach? No, not really. I mean, there's there's no outs to work with. You know, two out RBIs are the best kind of RBIs. You know, I mean, they're they're in the middle of trying to get out of the inning, and and we can extend it like that. It kind of you know it puts a dagger in the inning for them and that's something that's been a little bit of a struggle but now you know what I think it's time to give this offense some credit you look at what you guys have done of late you have got four games out of the last six where you put up six runs or more I know we talked a little while ago and you said hey it's next man up with all the losses that you guys have had but can you go a little more in depth I mean what's the mentality with that where do you go from there everyone is just playing the best type of baseball that they can play everyone has a unique skill set um, that they show up to the field with and when there's guys out in different situations, all you have to do is you don't try to do anything more than you can do. You're in the big leagues for a reason. You've hit well. We're the best of the best. And you got to know that. you got to have that mentality. And I think that a lot of these guys do. And we have a group that, that kind of um, that sets, that up for, sets, up, sets us up for success uh, in that regard. And, you know, I love playing with these guys. And it's, it's hitting is contagious. And we got a good group of guys, one through nine, no matter who we put out there. 12 and 3 in your last 15. What is it like to be a part of that run? It's exciting. It's exciting. It's, it's a brand of baseball that we knew we could play. Um, we just had to find it a little bit, and you know, hopefully we can run with it as, as, as long as we can. It's been a lot of fun to watch. Now you get a day off. Thank you, Dylan. Appreciate it. Thank you. And Scott Service talking what not only a great two-game series taking both, but a nice stretch for the Mariners. It's uh, quite a series here. Uh, it's a quick one, in and out, a couple day games, but... Uh, uh, we played really good baseball, you know, for a couple days uh, against it's a team that's having a very good year, and, and we're starting to get things going on our side. But uh, I think, you know, today uh, from Logan Gilbert, certainly not his best stuff that he walked out there with. And, and uh, you know, for him to keep us in the game and, and keep things right where they were at, I thought that, you know, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth things were critical that he was able to get deeper in this ball game and try to line it up for our bullpen. And then, you know, the add-on runs really helped. But a big-time learning experience for Logan today. And, um I talked to him. It's the difference between having a good year and a great year. It's figuring out how to keep your team in those games, and if you do that, you're going to win a lot of them. So, again, Andres Munoz lights out, you know, in a critical part of the game. Big outs from Swanee. Uh, and then we had, again, a number of guys chip in offensively. Uh, you know, Sam Haggerty, why wouldn't he hit a home run? You know, just walking up there when uh, Clevenger was kind of mowing us down. Um, so, big outing uh, there. Demo swung the bat well. Um, you know, Julio chips in again, a couple hits, and then JP, huge add-on runs there late in the ball game because these guys have a way of putting pressure on you late. They really shrink the strikes, and they make you throw strikes, and, and our guys did today. So uh, nice series win. Again, we scored eight, we scored six. We're pretty good, and we score that many runs. When you talk about Logan, it's not the first time that he's had to battle through not having his best stuff. What has allowed him to do that? Well, he's been sure. He understands where he's at. You know, I talked to him a little bit after the third inning. You know, I just went down, are you okay? He goes, I got this. I'm okay. 
you know what I mean, knowing that the command wasn't quite there. He wasn't striking dudes out like he normally is. You know, there was, you know, the big inning too, the second inning, you know, the base are loaded, nobody out, no panic, just keep making pitches. We made some plays behind him. He gets out of it, you know, putting up a zero. So uh, you could see early on it was going to be a struggle today. They had a really good game plan against him, but he hung in there and got it done. You talk about that second inning. It could have been very different had Sam Haggerty played votes points ball just a little bit different if that was a double to lead off the ball, inning no question. score that run. Yeah, no question. Certainly the guys we have in the outfield right now on days like today with Haggerty and Demo, not typical outfielders, but they're very athletic. They can get the balls, they can stop, you know, or keep singles at singles and not turn them into doubles and things like that. So all those little things are, are critically important when you're playing good teams and, and we were able to get it done. As far as the offensive game planning goes, I mean what was critical in what they did today, especially that second time through? Well, Clevenger's got really good stuff, and um, you know, he was very aggressive in the strike zone early, um, you know, hoping to get the pitch count up, but we didn't. that really didn't happen until we got going in the third inning. When Hagerty got the, the, the home run, it kind of like relaxed us a little bit. We started grinding through some at-bats. Uh, he's got really good breaking stuff. You know, he's not afraid to throw it, and he wants to punch you out, and I thought our guys, you know, the quality at-bats, big, big hit by Demo, the double down the line, and I think 10 of our 11 hits today were with two outs. Sometimes there's two out, nobody on. Toro gets a walk. Somebody else gets a knock, and you look up, and now we get the big double from Demo. So things like that, just continually grind through. Even though there's two out, nobody on, you got to keep being a tough out, and we did that today. You think Andre's a little amped up to face these guys a little bit? I mean, his stuff always looked amped up anyway. Yeah, he was really good today, yeah. and, and we certainly needed him um, to be good. And, you know, you send him back out, he threw 11 pitches. You know, and in my verbiage, that's a long pivot. Okay, you look like the pivot to be five or six pitches, and then you send them back out. But where we're at in the ball game, where they were at in their lineup, it's kind of where we wanted Mooney to pitch. He was able to get through it, and you know, with a couple punch outs in the last inning, he was out. It was awesome to he's see. In but yeah. he's in a good spot. Yeah. He's in a great groove. He's got a ton of confidence. Uh, I've often said, you know, the, the most gratifying thing from coaching standpoint is we see young player, players' confidence grow, and that's what we're seeing with a lot of our guys. This guy got, I think, all your runs scored with your four utility guys that you stacked at the bottom there. To get that sort of contribution, have those guys on base, it just seems like you guys are doing it again where you're figuring out ways to win when maybe you don't have everything. We talked about a year ago, you just piece together wins when everything isn't always going right. Yeah, I often said we're not sexy or anything like that and how we do it with the names that are out there, but... We'll give guys opportunity. I think they're, they understand who they are. i got to get on base. I need to come up with a big hit here. I need to have a good at bat here. And that's what we're getting from, from a number of different guys. And that's what it takes to put good streaks together. When you look up and we've played really good baseball here for the last two or three weeks, it's everybody contributing. You know, we can talk about Julio all you want, and it's great, and he's awesome. But it's the other guys around him. Um, that are making things happen so he doesn't have to do it every day. What's the difference right now? I mean, you were winning games for two weeks now. Now you're playing good baseball. Uh, Offensively. Offense has been the real difference for me in in what we're doing now. We're creating more opportunities. We're getting big hits with runners in scoring position. Certainly that was a big thing here for about two or three weeks. We just couldn't get the big hit or even get the guys in from third. And we're doing that now. Guys are slowing the at-bats down and they're making adjustments. We saw that today in Julio's at-bats. You know, he's kind of flailing away at some balls, doesn't look like he's seen the ball, but said, okay, let's slow it down, let's make an adjustment, let's get the ball in play, and good things happen. On the Moon versus Machado at that, what did you like there most, sequencing or execution or the combination? Yeah, Mooney's got a really good slider, but he also throws 102 miles an hour. So, you know, he threw him a couple sliders, three sliders, and, you know, even from the bench, I said to the pitching coach, Woody, we need a heater right here. Because he was starting to time him up, and then, you know, when you throw that fastball up in the zone like that, 
it's almost impossible pitch to hit. And it's also really hard to lay off because it looks like a strike. So, um, again, Mooney's got a special arm. There's no question about it. And he was excited to pitch against his old team today. When you set up your bullpen today, are you looking at matchups like don't let that guy beat you, or is it just any situation? Well, we spend a lot of time matching up our bullpen. You know, and oftentimes it plays out just the way we talk about it four or five hours before the game. And, and today it worked out well. But you can map it out all you want. Players got to perform, they got to play. And our players are doing a great job. Feeling it just seems like you guys are riding a lot of momentum now. Like you know, the idea of coming to the park, park excited, and you know it's the winning, but also just like when you're playing well. And yeah, like guys are looking to contribute any way they can. And you know, we made a couple poor decisions on the bases today, mm-hmm. uh, but we didn't quit. You know, we could have bagged, you know, packed it in after Demo gets picked off at second. We get a hit, we get another hit, we get a big double, and we put up a two spot, which is huge. So guys just looking to contribute in any way they can is really critical and you know it was very very pivotal you flipped the balls in early work today right i have to give you credit so that had a lot to do with it and now the mariners will stare at the toronto blue jays they will play the a's tonight to wrap up that series it has been a struggle for toronto they are not playing really well right now They've had some trouble in the rotation, trouble in their bullpen. They are still a mean group of offensive players. They can really hit. They are really talented. So it's still the Blue Jays, despite the struggles right now. Uh, Blue Jays have lost five games in a row. They're now below 500 on the road as well so far this season. They've fallen to fourth place uh, in the American League East. This, of course, all pens the game tonight and if you're just looking at wild card standings which we haven't done yet it's still july but might as well here given this series coming up the blue jays holding the third wild card cleveland two and a half back cleveland's lost three in a row row as well and then the mariners right there three and a half back of the blue jays a game back of cleveland for that third wild card spot so Very interesting four-game series coming up this weekend. I hope we see you at T-Mobile Park. Now, in the meantime, we'll hand things over to Shannon Dreher. This is a very fun piece on Logan Gilbert, who took the start yesterday for the Mariners. As Logan Gilbert takes the hill today, we hear from others on Logan. A couple of weeks ago, something stood out in a conversation with Robbie Ray following a win in Oakland. Talk about respect. Watching the guy that goes ahead of you, you know, you just want to go out and, and you do the same thing or better and, you know, just keep it rolling. I think that's something that we have going right now and uh, we're just challenging each other to, to be better every time we go out. Robbie, how did that come about with that group? Uh, you know, I think it's something that has to happen organically. Uh, you don't, you can't force that kind of situation. Um, you know, it was uh, kind of a lead by example thing. You know, Logan's been having the year that he's been having and everybody's just kind of jumping on board with it. The respect comes from the coaches as well. Bullpen coach and director of pitching strategy, Trent Blank, has more than a pupil in Logan. I learned something new from every day, just from why he does the things he he does in his routine. And then just, honestly, just talking to him, not just about really the strategy of the game and how we talked about, but just his mentality has changed this year. It's just carried over into all his starts, and it's also infectious. I feel like the rest of our group has kind of found that as well. So. What is that mentality now? Just extreme aggression um, and just extreme confidence in who he is and how good he is. Whenever we are facing some of these tougher lineups, he feels that he's as good, if not better, than anybody that's in the box. And it's gone a long way. 
Back to that routine. He's tireless with it. He is on the field long before and long after his teammates, working with pieces of equipment we haven't seen before. Marco Gonzalez does his best to paint the picture. How would you describe Logan's routine? Uh, weird, and uh, I don't, I don't. I, there's more to it that I probably don't see that I, that I don't really know about. So I've tried to process for like the past two years, and I'm still trying to figure them out. Has anybody hit the ball before? <laughs> Hit the ball. The ball. Um, I've, yeah, so I've, I, one week I, I was starting to hide his toys, but he got mad at me, and uh, and um, you know I uh, he just he's a different, different cat, and uh, but we, we need we need that we need a different personality. We can't all be the same guy, and so uh, but what matters is when it when it comes time, you know we got each other's back, and and I love watching him pitch. So perhaps we can get better insight into the different cat from one of his roommates, Taylor Trammell. Yeah, I'm, I'm living with those guys, so we, we talk We talk a lot. We try to limit how much we talk about baseball um, after games, but we always end up you know, still talking about it, and that's, that's just the cool part. You know, We're able to sit down, and none of it's negative. It's just mostly good things that we're doing, and then also we'll just talk about some adjustments that we might do. Um, Cal and I more than anything, but then you, know, you don't want to get too like. With the you know pictures, you know obviously certain pictures and everything like that, you know. We, I, I don't. Logan. Yeah, yeah. But we, but Logan gets in the conversations, and we we have really good conversations, and uh, I enjoy them. Well, on a fun note, Logan told me that Cal makes a mean lasagna. Are you bringing anything to the table? I'm bringing nothing. I'm bringing DoorDash. Um, a good. I was told that I bring a good vibe to the house. Um, we're, uh, you know, we're we have like we go back to the, uh, our apartment and we watch movies. And then, like, we'll watch this TV show. Like, right now, we're watching Love, Death, Robots. Weirdest show. <laughs> One of the weirdest shows. But we're able to, you know, we watch it. And then we we have, like, a dialogue after every episode of what it probably meant. Oh. And it's so funny just the things. I look forward to what Logan says, which is actually hilarious. But we literally will just sit there and we're like, I can't believe that we just watched this episode. What in the world did we just watch? And it's so funny just how we all decipher everything. So <laughs> it's actually very, very funny. We'll get the last word on Logan from Cal Raleigh, who goes all the way back to A-ball with Gilbert. And let's just say it wasn't always smooth sailing for the now Mariners battery. An hours-long truth talk had to be arranged at Modesto to get these two on the same page. It has clearly paid off. I remember the truth talk that you guys had years and years ago. How far have you guys come from that? We've come a long way. I mean, it's crazy to think that that was, what, three, was it three, four years ago? Four, yeah. And, like, looking to where we are now, like, or looking where he is from now, from that spot, is crazy. Like, he's, he's, he's changed, but he hasn't changed. Like, his mentality is still the same. He, you know, he's still so, like tough and like mentally like he's awesome but like as far as like learning some of the nuances of the games we both have like I've learned so much since I've been in the big league since last year like stuff that like they just you just can't learn in the minor league like I just didn't learn like I just didn't see it like Mm -hmm. and then like getting guys like veteran guys and learning and like hearing things from them and I think he's taking the same thing and it's just like it's opened up our eyes to like this whole new like window to the game like looking and like wow there's more than one way you can't you don't have to just throw a slider to get a guy out every time you know like it's 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 crazy like the back and forth and like how you need to get certain guys out like you know how you got to get the best players in the game out and like and what they can hit and what they can't hit and like just learning those things and like you know 
he, he'll tell you the same thing, too. There's tons of stuff he's learned since he's been here, and he's like, he's almost like a completely different pitcher. So. He was that intense in A-ball? Yes. He, he's always been that intense. He's, that's never changed. He's always been that guy, and that's uh, very impressive. Did he tell you what he was doing this offseason when he started reworking all of his pitches? Were you aware that that was going on? Yeah, I uh, I talked to Logan a lot, and um, so I'm actually I'm going to be in his wedding this offseason. So nice. I know it's cool, um, but he uh, I mean he told me what he wanted to do, and it was obvious. You know, he had to work on some things as far as like off speed goes, and um, you know as far as like you know tunneling certain pitches, and um, I think he did a great job. You know, he came back, and I mean, obviously he's should be an all-star so far so he's uh he did a great job this offseason for working on the off-speed certain things and you know working on shapes and it looks awesome lastly and this is the fun part he said that you're a good roommate because you're neat and tidy and you make a mean lasagna he's a good you too <laughs> well what's the secret to a good lasagna uh well it's my mom's recipe so i can't take the credit but you got i think you gotta put an egg in the cottage cheese so it doesn't so it's not so runny yes <laughs> I do that with mine too. Okay, so he's a good roommate. Why? Assuming he's a good roommate. <laughs> oh, he's quiet. You know, he's he's not he's not gonna be the loud guy playing music or you know, being up late at night or anything. He's very quiet. But I think you already knew that. So he uh, <laughs> he's very easy going. He sleeps in late. It's like he's not even there. So okay, very fun. Now let's dive into some Julio here who is just surging. And the conversation uh, we started a few weeks ago, does Julio deserve to be an all-star? Absolutely, yes. He's been one of the best outfielders in the American League, no matter how you want to slice it. You look at B-War, he's tied for third. Baseball reference war. Fangraphs war, he's third. WRC plus, he's fifth. Uh, total bases, third. Stolen bases, first. Home runs, fifth. It's just, you go up and down. He absolutely deserves to be an all-star. And when we're talking, you know, B-War and Efror, the outfielders ahead of him, we're talking about Trout, Judge. Uh, he's neck and neck with Tucker. That's the company he's keeping. He has been amazing. He is absolutely an all-star on merit. And you look at especially what he's done since May 1st. He has been simply one of the best players in baseball since May 1st. If you use that as the marker, he has the eighth best WRC plus in baseball. All of baseball since then. I'll run out the list for you. And it's a who's who. Goldschmidt. Alvarez. Devers, Kirk, Altuve, Judge, Betts, Julio. It's incredible. F-War since May 1st. He has been one of the best players in baseball. Goldschmidt, Devers, Swanson, Alvarez, Judge, Kirk, Julio. Seventh in F-War since May 1st. He is slashing 300, 353, 557. He swatted 15 home runs since then. Absolutely on fire. One of the best players in baseball for over a two-month stretch at age 21 as a rookie. Now, what's interesting, too, to look at how he got here. So in April, he had two barrels, and barrels 
are the perfect combination of exit velocity and launch angle. It's perfection. That's what you're looking for as a hitter. You're looking for barrels. Julio had two barrels in April. Going into yesterday, since May 1st, 29 barrels behind just Judge, Otani, Schwarber, and tied with Alvarez. He's just simply not only hitting the ball hard, and we've documented that all year, but combining that with the perfect launch angle now, he's just barreling up everything, crushing everything. And it really makes you dream big on where it can go because you watch him play. He's tooled up. He has everything you could possibly want, and his ceiling seems completely limitless. Enjoy the ride because it has been simply spectacular. And the 0-1 to Julio. Swing and a belt deep to left field down the line. Stay fair. Holy smokes. Goodbye, baseball. A towering home run down the left field line. That one he put into orbit. His 11th home run of the season. His 35th RBI, he gets a high five from Manny Acta rounding third. He touches home plate right there, and the Mariners have a 1-0 lead. This kid is absolutely sensational. What a shot by Julio Rodriguez, 1-0 Mariners. Love having him out there, and uh, he's been played great defense. He's run the bases well. He's swung the bat well. We're starting to see power come into his game, getting some big home runs for us. So, you know, I think he is the best rookie in the league, and uh, hopefully continues the rest of the season. The look in by Rasmussen, and now the 0-1 pitch to Julio. Swing and a line shot out of right field toward the line. On the run, Margot reaches out, dives, and he can't get to it. All the way to the base of the wall. Julio in at second, makes the turn, trying for three. The throw in, cut off by the second baseman, reeling at third. Julio slides, he's safe at third base. And first slide, Julio Rodriguez with a leadoff triple. He plays with joy, you know, he does, and it comes off genuine. I think his teammates appreciate it. We've talked about this for years about Julio as he's come through the minor leagues. Has always been a hard worker has always been a very popular and supportive teammate. He cares about the outcomes for every one of those guys down there as much as he cares about his own. He gets up there and he's not afraid of the failure. He's not afraid to succeed. And he's not afraid to show you that he loves to play. Pitch to Julio, swing on high drive. Right field, got big time carry. Well, I was going through that time that I was like uh, not having a lot of things going my way. I feel like that was, that's whenever I learned the most like about myself, about the things that they were trying to do to me, like how they were trying to get me out. And I kind of like figure out a little bit about it and kind of like dive into it and see how I can I adjust, kind of like get out of that and, and provide the most opportunities for my team. Keep your ears open, your eyes open, and keep on learning. Because if you got the talent, if you believe in yourself, you're going to get out of that situation. And that's basically what I did. I just kept my eyes open, kept seeing things, kept like learning from, from my mistakes, and didn't stop. And now, now we're here. One, two to Julio. Off speed pitch. Hit left side. Through the hole. Base hit. Here comes Adam Frazier being waved around. Schwarber with the throw. It's cut off. And the Mariners get an RBI single. Rodriguez, it's one nothing Seattle, bottom three. 
here at T-Mobile Park. His personality is such. His work, you guys have been around him. His, his personality is equaled by his work ethic, which you can see in the way he plays center field and runs. Think about what, what this kid's been doing for the last couple of years. 2020, he didn't play at all, you know, roughly. He had a, he had a, a broken wrist, didn't play five games in the, in the alt site. That was his season. Comes back last year, spends his time in, as a corner outfielder, shifting between A ball, double A, and the, the Dominican Olympic team, you know, and, and never one day coming in and saying, I'm the center fielder. And then when he saw an opportunity present itself, he took it upon himself to just go learn how to do it and make himself better at it. And, and he didn't just make himself better, he made himself awesome at it, which is a, it's a tribute to his skill set and his work ethic because you don't do that accidentally. One on two outs, pitch on the way to Julio, swing and a fly ball deep to left field. Pinder going back to the warning track to the wall, gone, goodbye baseball. Julio Rodriguez with his fifth home run of the season. indeed have the lead by one run five to four Julio Rodriguez does it again he has been awesome hitting for a high average getting on base we're starting to see the power manifest he's played an excellent center field he's one of the half dozen fastest players in baseball he leads all of baseball in stolen bases I mean so many superlatives that we could throw at him and he's doing it all at an age where if we sent Julio back to triple-a back to double-a back to A-ball, or back to the Peoria complex, he would still be one of the youngest players at, the, at, at those levels, which is unbelievable to think about. And many nights that we play, he's one of the best players on the field. And, and my guess is that's not going to change over the next couple of decades. Verlander from the stretch. Here's the pitch. The Julio swing and a fly ball deep in the right field. Tucker going back to the warning track near the wall. Goodbye baseball. Julio Rodriguez and opposite field to score on in front of them. The Mariners have a 2-0 lead here in the bottom of the first inning for Julio. There is home run number six and a standing ovation from the fans here at T-Bubble Park. There's sometimes that you face really good guys that you kind of like, you kinda like uh, think of yourself like then that I was a really good guy. So whenever you see him again, like you kind of have like a better idea that how they work towards you. So um, it's kind of what happened with Justin Belander, honestly. The first time I, I, I ever saw him, I was like, damn, like, I didn't never seen it. And then the past, the next few times that I faced him, I was like, okay, I was like, again, I had a better idea how to, how to try to beat him. I feel like I was able to come, come up with a better plan and kind of like commit to it. And that's why maybe the results were a little different the last time I saw him. But I feel like just that. I like, I like, it's like creating that kind of like mental book of how the pitchers throw to you. I feel like it's, it's, it definitely works my way. The windup and the one-two to Julio. Swing and a line shot down the left field line. Stay fair and it does. Goodbye baseball. Holy smokes. Julio Rodriguez with a laser just fair inside the foul pole down the left field line. It's pretty amazing to watch every night and I think the well-roundedness that you hit on. It's happening fast in center field for him. He makes all the plays. He's playing a plus defensive center field. He's a huge weapon on the bases. Every time he gets on, he's a threat to steal and put himself in scoring position. And then obviously the way he's acclimated to the big leagues, using the whole field, hitting for a high average, uh, and really being an impact bat in the middle of the lineup. You know, 75 days into a major league career, 21 years old, it's, it's pretty unique. It's awesome.
It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. 